0: At 4ZZZ, we acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we broadcast. We pay our respects to the elders, past, present, and emerging, of the Turbo and Jagera people. We acknowledge that their sovereignty over this land was never ceded,
1: and we stand in solidarity with them. <laughs>
0: You're listening to Transmission on 4 triple Z, amplifying the trans and gender non-conforming voices of Brisbane and beyond.
1: You're listening to 4ZZZ and this is Transmission, bringing you all of the news and tunes for the trans, gender non-conforming and non-binary community. I'm your host today. My name is Sev. My pronouns are he and they, and I'm so grateful for you for joining us. And uh, to start off, I'm just going to report on some of the trans news from around the world. Uh, Starting out, um, in a closed hearing on November 30th, Russia's Supreme Court has ruled that the international LGBT movement is an extreme organization. The top court ruled in favour of the Justice Ministry's lawsuit that claimed that the LGBT movement had incited social and religious discord. In the days since, there have been multiple reports of police raids on gay venues and parties, allegedly with police photographing the passports of everyone found in attendance and keeping a running record of members of the LGBT community. Multiple venues have already closed their doors for the last time, some reporting being evicted by landlords under these new laws. Of extreme organizations gathering and holding leases. Uh, this is a story that's still unfolding and developing, um, and obviously a lot of the information coming out is, um, you know, patchy. And some of the information I saw a couple of days ago has already vanished. So uh, this is definitely one of those stories that I'm going to continue to keep an eye on and report on here. In other international news affecting trans folks, the UK government has released a blacklist of countries that it believes let people transition too early. Therefore, any immigrant seeking access to the UK uh, will likely in future have to undergo further... um, invasive examination and interview because uh, according to whitehall sources in the uk more than 50 countries and u.s states have been removed from a list of jurisdictions regarded as having sufficiently robust processes for recognizing gender again absolutely heartbreaking and horrific for trans communities particularly you know in that area there are surrounding countries for whom self-id has been a thing for many years now and even just traveling now between Wales and England could become very difficult. Um, obviously our thoughts with our trans non-binary siblings across the world, um, things have been difficult here in Australia this year and there has been a lot of controversy. But, um, when we see what is happening overseas, it is really important that we uh, remember we're a global community, that we have trans siblings all over the world. And, um, it's really important that we pay attention to these stories as well because we can't let it get that far here we can't let it um our trans siblings deserve our respect and support and to self identify <sighs> so those are two big trans news stories coming out around the world right now so here in our home here in Menjen we deserve a little bit of community and a little bit of connection and the power to stand together so in this week's events First up, um, I've been shouting it out a lot. We're going to keep shouting it out. On Friday, the 15th of December, Hope D presents Queermess. Uh, So this is an event by Hope D, uh, Handsome at the Wickham. uh, On the 15th, we've got a beautiful, come and celebrate all that is queer and joyful with a lineup personally curated by guitar pop sensation Hope D, featuring performances from Handsome, The Empty Threats, Chloe Dad, Ixorus, dog god and dj sets from the legendary nisha alexander and odaka um, tickets are available via a facebook page please go check that out hope d presents queerness we deserve to be with our chosen family um really looking forward to celebrating with all. speaking of christmas events we also have a bushed as krampus bash um, at the cave in by bushed poetry um, alongside Junebug, uh, Andy Payne. Look, it's an incredible-looking event. That one is on Friday, the 22nd of December at the Cave-In. Inn. That is free entry, and that is going to be a queer old good time. And lastly, in events, if I may take a moment to let you all know about a very exciting event that I happen to be a part of, Um, Every Friday night from now until the 22nd of December, we have a show called The Toucan Kings at the Pip Theatre in Milton. This is a drag king theatre show. Uh, Entirely drag king performances. A number of us performers are trans non-binary drag kings. And uh, yeah, it's incredible. It's a tribute to like 70s sleaziness, sexiness. And, you know, I don't want to give you spoilers, but when they asked me if I had a 10-minute drag act that I'd happily bring to stage the way i salivated and took only three seconds to say only if you'll let me do all of meatloaf's bad out of hell so if that sounds like your jam please uh come and check us out at the pip theater uh, It's two ken kings friday nights super super good time now i have some awesome stuff for us today i've got a really cool guest in the studio i can't wait to introduce you all to but uh, we're going to cut to some songs and uh yeah when we come back we are going to be talking to my awesome guest Amplifying the voices of the trans and gender non-conforming community of Mianjin, Brisbane and beyond. Transmission on 4 Z brings you the latest in trans community news, music and events. Every Tuesday from 9am till 10am. Join our team of hosts for an hour of celebrating the unique perspectives of the trans community. Transmission, Tuesday mornings from 9am till 10am on 4 Z. This is Transmission. We are amplifying the voices of the trans, non-binary and gender non-conforming community here in Mianjin and beyond. My name is Sev and my pronouns are he and they. Uh, it's an absolute privilege to have a space to share in trans excellence and trans joy and uh, yeah, I'm forever grateful for 4 Z for allowing us this space to amplify our voices it's why i will be a lifelong 4 triple z subscriber and i highly highly encourage you out there if you're not already a member of our awesome community please consider subscribing today um every month there are now incredible prizes you can win just from becoming a 4 triple z subscriber uh, for the month of december it's a 300 hundred dollar swag of crumpler gear so like definitely get on that um you go into a draw to win a prize if you sign up in the month of december we have subscription prices to suit all budgets and all uh, situations if you're a band if you're a business if you're a household hell if you're a pet listening at home hello who's a good boy you are please consider subscribing to four triple Z. um it does amazing things for the community and allows me to keep doing incredible stuff like this check us out four triple z.org.au forward slash support And now we get to do awesome stuff like this. Today, I am joined in the studio by an awesome person. And I would say that because I am biased. They are one of my dearest friends in the entire (laughs) world. Uh, I know them as Tiege, but to an entire nation of people, they are known as Jane. Yeah. Jane, what is your official title? or What was your official title, please?
0: So I am the first ever openly trans crown of Lockhart. Um, That doesn't mean I'm the first ever trans person who has been crowned, mind. Um, So at the time I was King Jane um, and I am currently Count Jane Hunter, Order of the Rose. So that means that I have served as consort within the SCA. So it just means I was one half of the crown that's a whole lot of garbage that that is a
1: beautiful amount of absolute nonsense to anyone who is not (laughs) not in the sca so my darlings to enlighten you as i have over the years been enlightened
0: by count jane's ramblings and info dumping (laughs) please tell us what is the sca so the sca is and to quote from their mission statement directly uh an international not-for-profit volunteer educational organisation that is devoted to the research and recreation of pre-17th century skills, arts, combat, culture, and employing knowledge of history to enrich lives of participants through events, demonstration, and other educational presentations and activities. Essentially, we do medieval stuff, but how it should have been. It's sort of a cross between a LARP and a reenactment. So we take all the good stuff and we don't take things like, you know, we're explicitly trying to be non-racist, non-ableist, trying to be as inclusive as possible, and take all of the good stuff and none of the nonsense. This is beautiful. So uh,
1: my understanding is that, um, so SEA, it stands for the Society of, is it Creative Anachronism? Exactly, yeah. And I, you know, as a former embarrassing LARPer and steampunk and medieval reenactor myself, like I'm very here for taking these historical concepts, um, you know, reverence for the crafts and skills and uh, history, knowledge, lost knowledge mm. even um but obviously it must be viewed through a lens of modern progressive uh you know re-indigenizing decolonial uh, anti-racist pro-trans right it, you mm. have to approach these um if you want to engage in them and like play act in them in the modern it's so essential that it is um it is progressive and self-aware
0: yeah and like with every community because we have Thirty thousand international members over 20 different kingdoms so a kingdom is just a group that is established with a crown there's so many people that across that of course we're going to have issues with some people who aren't as fabulous or aren't as inclusive and that's something that the SCA is trying to actively work on we have a DEIB officer um, at a kingdom level recently which is sorry an uh, international organization level recently which is really awesome shout out to charles um and there's a whole lot of stuff growing in it, and just from a, like, trans point of view, while I'm the second ever openly trans crown in the society, shout out to Canada Zolt, the very first, like, absolutely... Badass dude who has done this uh, he they sorry they he pronouns for result. Um, and I'm just the second We currently have a third non-binary crown who is currently Rex Ursa of Artemisia So that's over in Utah that sort of an area in the Midwest in the US um, And we also have two more heirs that have just won in Antia recently. So that's New York and um, Vancouver that sort of area up in the northern US. So that's very 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 exciting
1: that's so cool and um, one of those things i think is really important now obviously i know because i know you <laughs> um you're one of the hardest working people i know in the entire world and yet you still find every single scrap of your spare time to make your own costumes like hand sew hand create hand craft you learn how to weave oh, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know the, the only buddy of mine who we can you know quickly talk you know conversation will quickly flip from talking about drag to talking about, you know, cool, weird, alternative stuff to, oh, I just bought a loom.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> my my fiancé is very upset that I have so many looms and has forbidden me from buying any more. <laughs> wait, wait, how many looms do you own? I have uh, to know. I have two Inkle looms, which aren't period, but are fun to play with, and then I've got a four shaft loom and uh, at least one rigid heddle loom. So I think four...
1: There is one listener somewhere out there who is <laughs> so nerdily excited right now. While and absolutely I, relating
0: to it. Yeah, <laughs> well, I
1: have no idea what you're talking about. I've got to say. <laughs> yeah, fair. But I've watched you pour so much love and energy and not just into the craft, not just into creating, because I understand arts and sciences is a whole part of the mm. SCA kind of thing. But um, I've also watched you literally train with a sword for armed combat mm-hmm. as part of this. Um there, this isn't soft, fluffy sword, LARP, foam guys all no. the time, is
0: it? So we've sort of got three or four different, depending on how you classify them, uh, branches of combat within the SCA. So you have um, Rattan combat, which is a Rattan um, weaponry. We also have rapier, so actual like, metal swords um, that is has its own set of rules. So heavy and rapier are different. Then we also have archery, which can be like warfield archery. We actually have a war... Uh, a couple of different wars in Lockhart, so Great Northern up here in um, Mianjin, and then Rowanee Festival down further south. Um, there's a bunch of different ways that these different groups interact. We also now have Equestrian, um, which is up and coming in the SCA, so there's a whole lot of horse-related stuff um, that's really, really exciting. That community is growing very, very quickly, which is really awesome to see that growth within this organisation.
1: That's so exciting. And just to see, mm. yeah, we, we know this to be true ourselves as trans non-binary folk, that um representation it sounds like one of those things that people like to like oh you know if you have to but like you can't it's very hard to imagine becoming a thing that you can't see like this is why representation is so important i know personally the the impact that being a visible trans person in a larger community what that really means for people because it, it it warms my heart constantly to um you know be both a voice on the radio and a, a voice on stages around me and gin that uh, people can recognize parts of themselves they haven't been able to say out loud yet because i'm i'm shouting it into a microphone and i know that that's such a as a privilege that i get to do that and I, I feel the gift that um it puts out there i can't imagine how many people you've touched just by being there openly trans wearing that crown leading for how long was your reign
0: so i had a slightly longer than average reign and a slightly shorter than average time being as to the throne so tybalt and i won so tybalt's the guy that fought for me in a crown tournament and i can go into what a whole crown tournament is in a mo um, so he won for me in, like, the end of September, and we stepped up by Halloween. So we had just under five weeks to get all of our garb ready, get everything sorted, and then we reigned for seven months, um, which is one month longer than it averages. Essentially, we have a crown tourney every six months, we choose new heirs, they're there for a few weeks, and then we hand over in a ordered and appropriate way rather than... And, like, some kingdoms do things like have a whole idea around however your predecessors like die or step down or like there's a whole lot of different ways you can play that pageantry in really interesting and fun ways
1: yeah. I,
0: I love how camp it's I mean it's wild mm. to me that it wasn't already the queerest
1: thing in the world oh, yeah. because it sounds so camp um, I want to hear all about it I want to talk to you about how people can find out about the SCA Absolutely. and wh- where we join I want to come play with swords
0: yeah come on man <laughs> alright how many genders are there i don't know i just got here
1: this is transmission amplifying the trans gender non-conforming and non-binary voices of me and jen and beyond and i am joined in studio by my dear friend and former sca royalty incredible jane or should i say count jane is yeah, it now
0: whichever i'm not that <laughs> worried about it your majesty <laughs> it's now a, i think it's now your excellency your excellency you get different titles based on um, awards to a point so when yeah. you get recognized for cool stuff you get
1: you can tell i titles. never went to finishing school right? i have no idea what any of these are <laughs> um, but this is so fun so Basically, for anybody out there who is interested in history, is interested in reenactment, is interested in like Ren Fairs or LARPing, which I realize I've said like seven times this episode and never actually said stands for live action role play. It's basically the version of Dungeons and Dragons where you get a big foam sword and whack your mate over the head with it. Um, I, I used to do quite a bit of it. I'm only slightly ashamed to admit. <laughs> um, but... SCA seems so much more um, you know, people who are in the Society for Creative Anachronism, like you are all about that life.
0: Yeah, it's very much a the thing that sort of sets us apart from a number of other groups is that we are so focused on a whole lot of like that excellence that came in the middle middle ages and looking at things within that, but also the traditions that we have grown out organically. So, like having two halves of a crown the sovereign who fights in a crown tournament for their inspiration and the consort who inspires a fighter to win an actual tournament or a crown event crown is where you actually win and win the tournament and then you get to be heirs and then you step up to be rulers of the kingdom um, so we're currently in the kingdom of lockark which is Australia and New Zealand and the borders vary sometimes down to Antarctica um, just depends on which kingdoms most recently put their flag on it which is quite fun um, and there's just such a rich history which does make it a little bit harder to join, but I think it's just such a rich and rewarding thing once you're in it that I absolutely just adore it. And there are so many aspects to
1: it. Like I understand mm. some people are completely dedicated to like roles of science and arts mm. where they make it their like their goal, their mission to perfect a um you know an an old-fashioned technique for some kind of craft so i understand that there are like there are different metal workers there are different um fabric makers and workers and yeah um, what other kind of skills have you come across
0: so one that i've been watching quite closely recently is actually viking bead making that i really want to get into because i love fire and glass working seems really cool but i do not have the space for the tools or enough fire extinguishers for how clumsy i can be (laughs) a whole lot of weaving there's a lot of costuming and a lot of stuff can be just so varied and wild so like for example i'm one of those people that's called a period hopper where i wear like anything from like 16th century ledge connect with like leather booty hosen and um cob piece all the fun stuff and like I also do Viking like it, you, you can explore so many different aspects which is really really fun um and like you said I do weaving as well so one of the things that I'm most proud of is I wove a trans pride belt a number of years ago and I wore it every single event of my reign there wasn't a single photo of me with that crown on because we have one crown that path like the physical crown that you wear that passes from crown to crown to crown the people who rule and there isn't a single photo of me with that crown on without the trans pride belt on my body, which I thought was so important.
1: And these aren't just photos that people who attend SCA events are seeing. Like these, Mm. the SCA is an international organization. You keep on track of what other, you know, nations are doing. Mm. You know, this is is visibility of of a trans crown for the whole world to see within this hobby group. And I just think that's, I think that's incredible and beautiful. Can you share with us like some of the key moments for you? Why was being an openly trans crown so important to you and what impact did you see that have
0: so it i didn't really walk into it intending to be this whole inspirational thing i had entered a couple of crown tournaments as a fighter because i just love fighting and it's that sort of higher level fighting where everyone's watching you and like that freaks me out because you know i'm a bit stage (laughs) shy which is very funny given the context we're currently in (laughs) and like you know i had been asked by my mate tibault to enter crown with him because there was this whole um, big tournament that was going to be a crown and a coronation on the same day because of COVID and a number of extenuating circumstances and at that event I had somebody come up to me and we didn't win this one but I had somebody come up and they were talking about their trans kid this was down in Innisfil so Tasmania and they just gave me a hug and told me how much it meant to their kid to just see me exist in that space and to be so open because I sort of went from initially just being like, oh yeah, I'll go with Lady, whatever, like, just not really embracing my transness in that context and not being out yet, um, to being like, oh no, I can't, I can't keep passing as Femme, I just, it's not a thing, it's gonna Mm -hmm. be a bit more openly queer, like, I'll use Lady Lord as a joint title, like, and then just being myself, and it was, it was just existing as me in that space that was more important than anything and I really remember this really poignant moment just after Tybalt won the crown tournament that we did win where our predecessors Saf and Elaine um took us and we just had a little meeting and they were like because like Elaine is actually my ex hilariously in the grand tradition of queer people staying (laughs) really good friends after breakups um and they were like we want to check in what titles do you guys want what's most comfy how do we support you and I was like I can't I can't use princess like I know that's a new thing like i was like i was the very first openly trans person who had won a crown tournament i was like i can't do the femme thing i really can't prince and that's it to have that really clear like this is who i am from the very get-go and having such supportive predecessors just made all the difference and it was just really wonderful in all those respects
1: i'm so so glad to hear that your your predecessors made that space for Mm. you This is the thing that um, I think a lot of people, you know, potentially like cis people and allies, uh, they miss Mm. is that they might see people like you or myself be like, yeah, that person, that strong person has made this difference and stood up and been visible. Mm. But the truth is we are in the spaces we are comfortable and confident and finding our own paths, often because other people also are cracking open those doors and um, inviting us to be genuine and honest with ourselves and honest with them in us in a place that is safe to
0: do so absolutely there's that takes the work of the community right mm, absolutely there's always a context to how literally everybody exists and to have such a positive context to walk into and have that really explicit support from people who were at that time in charge of the entire kingdom and like a, also happened just to be really dear mates of mine was just it set me up so well and it meant that there was very clear messaging from the start there was obvious check-ins and even throughout the rain, after they stepped down, like they would just invite me over for dinner to check in how I was doing, making sure that I was surviving. Um, Elaine is actually a knight in his own right, so Count Sir Elaine Cartier, or whatever his name is. <laughs> uh, I love him, but he's a wanker. Um, <laughs> uh, to be fair, sorry. I'm pretty sure you all are. Laugh. Look, <laughs> <Well>, yes. Um, <laughs> but just having him and Saf like, role model the appropriate behaviour and explicitly using the correct pronouns all the time, And just checking in constantly was the biggest help. And having that leadership from the top meant that, like, even though the vast majority of the community was already, like, bang on, it meant that those people that were a little bit like, oh, I'm not sure about this whole trans thing, would just, you know, didn't understand it, but just kept vibing with it. And that clear demonstration was so helpful. And this
1: is exactly the thing. What I really love, large organisations, large groups like this, it's actually such a great way to model... Mm. progressive attitudes with the community because I, I know within the SEA and like I know enough of you beautiful reenacting freaks. I can call you that. I was a LAPA. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'll take anything. You're you're <laughs> cooler <laughs> than I am, that's
1: fine. Um, but I know, I mean, maybe it's just because it's my people that I know, but everybody I know who's in the SCA Mm. is in the LGBTQIA plus community, is neurodivergent, Mm -hmm. um,
0: (laughs) is probably polyamorous. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, huge polyam community.
1: (laughs) Right. So this is the thing. When you have a huge organisation where there is already so much queerness, um, even if people don't necessarily get it right, don't Mm -hmm. understand... Um, are confused haven't had much exposure to uh, trans people and our needs and rights Mm. and (laughs) lives Um, you're already so well primed in and in a place like that where there's already so much queerness and non-monogamy you know people who are used to um, exploring the fringes of you know sexuality and relationships mm. um, trans people can't be too terrifying to most of them right we've all come across <laughs> um, so it's just it's the other people it's the cis-het people who are there it's mm. the cishet people and their families like I understand that SCA is f-
0: quite mm. family oriented there's a lot absolutely. of families absolutely and the role of the consort um, does include things like the mouse guard so the mouse guard is an award that we have for kids who are like doing cool stuff and helping out and there's an entire definition that i could read you but i'm not going to find it in time <laughs> but they are the consort's guard and so being the first king consort was a big deal because i was like oh god are these parents going to be weird about it is anyone going to be like protective like i'm just gonna like you know i just had to go and exist in that space and it worked out really well like so there was a whole like easter egg hunt because i got to reign during festival um which is the biggest event in lock ark and it was just, like, you know, running around having a bunch of fun and, like, getting to fight all the knights. So it was just me and a horde of children just running at people uh, in armour, all of whom knew that the kids would be way more vicious than they were ever <laughs> going to be. They all put on more armour than they'll take to war. Exactly. Like, it's impressive.
1: The kids kids don't care about pulling their blows. No, they do not. <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful. Um, and I think that's really beautiful because it's not, in my mind at least, mm. it's not actually the kids who need positive examples the most, mm. I think for the most part, the kids are doing all right. They're yeah. getting more examples than we ever did growing mm. up. So much more. Yeah. But what's really powerful is their parents, their families, their mm. guardians, knowing and trusting in you, in this yeah. group, in the progressive nature of the SCA um, and trans leadership. And mm. I love to see it. I love to see it mm. so much. So if I, a very, very unfit, disabled, neuroqueer, trans person Mm. wanted to come along and try my hand out at some SCA stuff. I understand I don't necessarily have to be an epic swordsman, um, even if I just wanted to come along and learn some arts and crafts and skills. How would I do that? And
0: when and where? Absolutely. So if you want to go purely online, you can go to www.sca.org forward slash join hyphen us forward slash um, and that'll get you to the international page to look for different groups um, if you just want to rock up there are two baronies in Brisbane so one north sorry me engine one north and one south side um, the north side is Riverhaven, and they have a Arts and Sciences um, uh, night every Wednesday pretty much um, we do take a break over the summer just because it gets so hot and um, and you can just rock up to that I think it's five dollars for haul cost and then whatever insurance costs um, and then every Monday and we've just had the last one yesterday unfortunately on the south side is fighter practice so we have archery rapier and heavy armored fighting so that's the rattan fighting um, down on Frederick Street at the um, bridge club um, yeah ten bucks for insurance I believe it is and five bucks to rock up to just give it a crack for either of those so it's really really exciting you can also look up the baronies so that's Riverhaven is two words um, and St. Florian as two words again, um, Baronies. Um, we have Facebook groups, so feel free to just join. That rules. And um,
1: if anyone is feeling uncertain, unsure, if they are, you know, LGBTQIA plus mm. community or uh, have access needs or anything like that, um, is there anyone particular they should be reaching out to before coming along just to
0: check in? Um, most groups actually have what's called a chatelaine so it's somebody who helps newcomers in terms of like getting them in garb and helping access needs um i am also just happy to be contacted if you ask for jane at an event most people will know who you're talking about because i'm a little bit loud and obnoxious a Um, little bit a little bit (laughs) um so if you're you know in the local area i'm more than happy to help out um my instagram is also valkyrie of the north um with underscores underneath each so feel free to reach out to me directly through there because i am more than happy to help especially anybody in our community who needs that access need met TG absolute legend i'm sorry count jane
1: <laughs> um <laughs> call
0: me what you want darling it's fine
1: <laughs> i gotta get me a title i, I yeah. <laughs> gotta get my lord made official heck yeah now beyond being uh, a sword wielding Cod piece making mm-hmm.
0: with pockets in the cod piece
1: with pockets because you know what's up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: um just absolute super queer that you are. I understand that there is a lot of uh, support and power behind the throne, too
0: so much.
1: um, please tell me about your beautiful fiance,
0: so aside from of course, the costuming team and the entire guard and household who are amazing, my fiance is a absolute badass tay um uses she they pronouns and i could not have done this or reigned without her explicit and ongoing support she put so much on hold and prioritized us and our baby her name uh my our baby's name is mix pickle uh our beautiful ginger cat who causes absolute hey absolute heinous chaos at all points (laughs) in time absolutely love her um yeah like tay just stepped up for us like was making me a whole lot of like lunches to take to work because i was on a secondment for my mundane job and like was just running around dropping me off at the airport like i think at one point i was away from home every weekend for seven weeks in a row leading up to coronation
1: and it's not like you uh, do a do an easy day job either like (laughs) you're one of the hardest working people i know i know Mm. i said that earlier I barely got to see you as your best mate during your reign because of how we saw
0: each other during the reign.
1: I saw you just before you started, and you came and showed me all your crowns and everything just as you were ending. But that was literally it. I really felt for Tay during that time period, (laughs) but I know how dedicated she was to supporting you. Um, Mm. And I'm I'm just so so happy and grateful for the both of you. And in exciting news, you Mm. uh, you two are tying the knot. Yeah, we
0: are. Uh, So, of course, Sev is pretending that this is new news, (laughs) having come with us ring shopping (laughs) when I accidentally proposed. And then Tay and I were like, oh, oh, shit, we're serious. Show me something queerer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So we got engaged about, what, just over a year ago. And we're getting married in August next year. So if you know any uh, amazing caterers who are relatively cheap, drop me a line.
1: (laughs) Gay caterers reach out to dear dear tj here mm-hmm. we
0: we need some help um backyard cheapo wedding vibes it's gonna be great oh I but mean, like classy cheapo that's you know. where the best parties are at yeah I'm um, says you the best man
1: <laughs> <laughs> i best dude the, i am very for the first time in my life being considered both the best and the best man mm-hmm. i'm um i'm very excited for yeah. best man duties i've I got c- you the
0: suspenders already <sighs> we've got matching suspenders you and me
1: i'm I am now learning this for the first mm-hmm. time. and that you're welcome. <laughs> is incredible news. Um spe- you know I, mm. we can't talk more about trans joy and trans excellence than a just euphorically beautiful trans and queer as hell wedding mm-hmm. with a very queer wedding party. oh yes i'm I'm so excited.
0: bring out your best wear whatever makeup you want. Oh is it is it a beard? We could do matching glitter. Actually, no. Tay wants me to... um, You have to be able to make out with your wife. I do have to be able to make out with my wife. And she wants a sword lesbians photo shoot. So, like, being non-binary and incredibly gender fluid, I am absolutely up for the task. Um, So I'm going to have to do a costume change directly after the ceremony. And I have to buy, like, a prettier sword than I currently have because all of mine are a (laughs) so are, are you are you exchanging
1: swords are you just ha- having your own swords I have to know everything I th- I about this I think the
0: this. plan is to buy fabulous swords at some point in the next 10 months and then just have a photo shoot where we just like pose with swords and look really pretty oh are you then going to mount them like on a shield in your house and, I like, think that's the plan Oh, I have to ask her for more details but she is so excited and I'm so excited and like so my original plan I had a whole plan for um, proposing which was commission her a sword and propose with that But I have absolutely crippling ADHD and (laughs) terrible impulse control and (laughs) our actual, like, engagement just was so organic that neither of us really planned it. The question, like, it was literally just slipped out of my mouth. And it felt really right. And so, you know, instead of the whole elaborate plan I had, she got this instead. (laughs) so you know we'll work it out it'll be amazing she, she got it blurted out of your mouth in a,
1: a trip ring shopping with your bestie mm-hmm. but um so you've really yeah, got to come I bestie
0: don't forget Rosie's coming too Yeah, to yeah.
1: you yeah. really better do well on this sword situation then oh yes then.
0: <laughs> I've started researching I've got a couple of um mates in the SCA actually who like make beautiful beautiful swords uh, but it depends on what she wants I don't know because we don't need a fighting fit sword but we need something beautiful it does need to be yeah. gorgeous it though. needs to be gorgeous hopefully won't stab anyone
1: well i'm very excited to see how this all turns out and i promise i promise that transmission uh socials will eventually be updated with awesome uh non-binary sword lesbian wedding photos because we all (laughs) deserve that power and energy in our lives Mm -hmm. um just for our last couple of minutes together jane um I wanted to ask you quickly to tell me about the crown that you got to the, the physical crown mm. that you got to wear because you have both your both your crown, mm. but there was a trans crown specifically.
0: Yeah, so there is the Lockhart crowns that um like roses on the consorts and low cleaves on the sovereigns, and they've been they've been worn by every single crown. So I was the forty first crown of Lockhart, um, but we. When you step down from your first reign, you get a patent royal, and you become a count or a countess, or a non-binary version, and there's a couple of different titles, Um, and you are allowed to wear an embattled coronet, and so I freaked out about this, being like, oh god, how do I organise it, what if I don't get my... County, what if something goes wrong? What if I accidentally trip and fall and ruin the entire kingdom and I'm not allowed anything and get banished? <laughs> was never gonna happen, but I am unreasonably anxious. And so I was sort of confiding some of this into um Isolt, who was the first ever openly trans crown, and they and I were talking and they actually got their county with a particular coronet. And I was like, Oh, wouldn't it be great if we all like all future non-binary and trans crowns got it with the same one and it just sort of evolved from this beautiful organic conversation in a campsite at rowany festival and he was just like yeah like that sounds really badass and then presented it to me in court the next day as a presentation and talked about the agent azure and rose communities so the trans community within the sca um and had this beautiful speech that I can't remember for the life of me. And but
1: now there is a physical trans a physical crown trans coronet. that has been passed from you. Now it's been sent off yeah, to the next person you'll wear it.
0: So it will be presented in court this weekend at a um, Yule event in Artemisia in Utah. One of my dearest mates is getting this thing called a Pelican, which is this really high award for the amount of stuff that you do for people. And at that, Rex Ursa will receive the actual coronet and when they step down they will get their county with it and there's two more heirs over in antia now in line so it's just so That's such an exciting, amazing
1: time. well congratulations hail to the new king absolutely um along with the crown jane thank you so so much for being here on transmission thank you everybody for listening and as always transmission will be here every tuesday from nine till ten thanks so much for listening good day
0: thank you so much for listening to transmission See you next Tuesday, 9 to 10 a.m. on 4 Triple Z.